0: Right, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the pop culture Podcast. Uh, my name is Anton. I'm father to Ginny, who just turned the big four uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and Ellis, who is one, who is what, 14 months now and driving us like crazy, man. That fool is just like off the wall all the time. <sighs> yeah (sighs) that guy
1: and i'm john i'm father to malcolm who is 16 months old
0: well john and i we've known each other for about 20 years and we spend our time on this podcast talking about all the pop culture entertainment uh that we've loved continue to love or uh, you know might be breaking up with now that um we're all old and dads and kind of look at things through a different lens that we have kids um but uh really it's most likely because we're just getting old especially me man i just turned 40
1: a couple weeks ago that's it, right it's weird man the big uh four zero
0: yeah yeah i mean it it's like i'm not sure if it's quite hit me yet because Ginny turned four two days before mm-hmm. so i think a lot of the like thunder of like birthday celebrations um happened with her particularly because uh we took her to Disneyland we surprised her with a Disneyland trip so hmm. you know so like a lot of the you know a lot of the focus was on her because yeah. it was her first time at Disneyland and which which was fine you know like yeah. i had a great time like i'm not i'm not salty because you know she's still my birthday or anything like that it's probably well,
1: better it's probably better now yeah yeah i think the four i'm, I'm not 40 yet they'll be i have one more year left but you and some of our other friends turning 40 kind of crept up on me
0: yeah dude it's um it crept up on me for sure i mean <laughs> obviously i knew like all of last year like holy shit i'm I'm getting old, but then now that I'm here, it's like, oh man,
1: mm-hmm. it's weird. Yep. Kind of weird. It didn't feel any different, like, going to sleep at 39, waking up for you, though.
0: No, it didn't. Um, I mean, my back hurt, but that's probably because I was sleeping on the hotel bed mm-hmm. and not my own. No, I'm just kidding. No, it, was, it felt the same. It feels the same. Yeah. Um, unless you think about it you might trick yourself into thinking that it's different because some sort of mental thing but
1: arbitrary number
0: right uh but no it didn't it didn't feel the same i mean i i definitely had the those feelings of oh man i should probably eat better or oh i should probably exercise or exercise more you know this Mm. next year um But I have a few days to think about a resolution, you know, another resolution, so. (laughs) Yeah, so it's been a minute since we've done the pod together. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Andre, who was featured on the last pod which uh Tess and I listened to on the drive back up from LA uh, last week and that was um a really great conversation it's uh you know I've known Dre just as long as like you have too and um it's weird because I don't think I've ever had any conversation as in-depth about him being like a, a sports dad as what I heard and it kind of yeah. reminded me about why we started the pod in the beginning mm-hmm. you know it's to just kind of um see like how deep and thoughtful we can get about each other's lives you know so that was right. it was a really great great listen for me and um i want to give him props because uh he and ella are like super dope parents mm-hmm. super great role models i think for for anyone,
1: yeah, and then we got to kind of watch them do it from a distance at least before yeah. most of us even were even thinking about having kids,
0: yeah, for sure, for sure, no, that was tight,
1: cool, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it it was a it was it was a cool opportunity to talk to him, um you know, couched around you know Alex's and Nico's successes, but it really you know obviously it was much more than just talking about that, that was kind of like the our Oh yeah. That was no. driving the conversation. Yeah, but, absolutely. You know.
0: yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, hopefully we can do more of those. Um, yeah. You know, we had art on, you know, early on, but we kind of have just fallen off on trying to get guests, but maybe mm-hmm. the new year will will we'll try to yeah. do more of that. For this week's episode, we just kind of wanted to do gen- a general 2017 year in review. Um so we'll talk about different things. But before that, I just wanna I guess check in with you and just see how uh Christmas went for you guys.
1: Oh. Christmas is pretty quiet, man. We were my my side of the family on Christmas Eve and it was most it was just basically my, my family, my immediate family and Hung and Malcolm. And then Christmas Day was her parents and sister. At okay. our place, so it was really pretty quiet, which is nice. We got to see my cousins earlier in the weekend, but um, sometimes the the craziness of Christmas Day and waterfall presents is a little bit overwhelming, so it was nice to be quiet. How about yours?
0: Yeah, ours was pretty, pretty laid back, too. Um, we actually hosted uh, my immediate family here at our place on Christmas Eve. So cooked some, uh, prepared some prime rib. And then, um, you know, the rest of my family brought the rest of the meal, but it was just like, uh, my mom, my, all my siblings, um, and their significant others, uh, we recently found out that uh my sister's pregnant. Hmm. So that was, you know, big news for uh nice. for us this year, so that's that was awesome. Um yeah, it was it was definitely low key. We kind of had been struggling to find the right time for our family to meet because on the on the day of it's usually the big uh the big delfino gathering mm-hmm. uh with all my aunts and uncles and that usually happens in fremont and usually like takes up most of the day so in the last couple of years we've been trying to shoehorn kind of uh get together with my mom and just kind of the smaller immediate family mm-hmm. and uh we were able to to kind of carve out sometime on christmas eve um which was you know kind of cool because we didn't have to necessarily go anywhere but there's a lot of cleaning that we had to do, so it was kinda like <laughs> we're, we're still kind of dealing with the ramifications of of, of all that right now. The big yeah. Um yeah, and it was you know, the, the it was super low key at my my aunt's it's actually gonna be the last big gathering at my aunt's house because uh she and her husband, um uh, the, all their kids are in college or are or, or already done. Um, so they're basically empty nesters, um, but they're moving down to San Diego. Hmm. So it's going to be interesting what happens next year with regard to kind of that big Christmas Day celebration, which has been kind of a staple, um, I guess, for me and my family um, since ever since we were kids. So. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Any I mean, kind? What's that?
1: I was like, you your you, your family can do a road trip to San Diego, like we're doing.
0: <laughs> we could, but then you know we were kind of thinking um, this year, in particular, like Tess and I is like, okay, well, when's the right time, or when when you start building your own family traditions instead of sticking to huh. the ones where you're you're doing the ones when you grew up. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, That's it's a good question. It's it's one of those things where it's like okay, well, you know, we we do know some friends who who what they like to do is they like to go on a trip for Thanksgiving and just be with like their immediate family and then just kind of do that. And then some other people who, Christmas, that's that's when they scheduled like their little vacation for their them and their family. They just, mm-hmm. you know, they do something for New Year's or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So it just kind of got us thinking. It's like, you know, sometimes it can get super stressful mm-hmm. um, when you're trying to plan for all those, all those folks. And um, yeah, so it's still an open question, I think. It's not like we have anything that we would particularly want to do right um but you know tess she at her current job right now she basically gets they're shut down between christmas and new year so it's a it's really a an opportune time to go on vacation otherwise Mm -hmm. we're just reserving the time to just kind of stay home and meet up with friends who are in town which is fine too you know yeah
1: yeah
0: um but you know who knows maybe next year because basically all our plans are up in the air. It's, it's very possible that it becomes a time where the rest of the family just kind of does their own thing.
1: hmm Uh, um, yeah, Hung, Hung was actually asking that same question the other day about what kind of traditions we're going to be building up as a family.
0: Uh, like what uh would it did you guys come to any conclusions or well,
1: we we joked in the past about doing trips every christmas mhm just because the time is off and for her work right now she usually gets some part of the holiday two weeks off somewhere around there like this year it's it was between christmas and new years yeah Uh, and it's relatively quiet in my work. So then it's, it it is a good time to travel. Plus, you know, there's, there's some solace and some solitude. (laughs) No doubt. Yeah, for sure. Um, not that, you know, we don't like our family or anything like that, but you know, it can,
0: it It can get overwhelming. You can, we can be real about that. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then, uh, Then you know, like there's not yet this year, but there's going to be once Malcolm is more cognitive about everything. uh, There's Santa and the decisions on that (laughs) and gift giving and you know all that kind of stuff, right? Um, And like right now, we're pretty we're, we're pretty you know realistic about how we we've handled our gift giving for malcolm which is pretty much like we buy random stuff for him occasionally but you know we don't make a big whoop up about like saying oh this is the cutest thing ever we're going to buy it for him which is not there's nothing wrong with that it's just that we haven't done that i mean we do that with some shoes and some clothes and stuff like that but you know like once we see a toy that we think he'd love it's not like we're just buying him toys every few weeks or something right um just because one we have limited space and two you know the the joke and so i posted an article on it that we got from one of our friends but you know sometimes the kids at this age all they really want to do is play with the box and a piece of paper
0: <laughs> that's true that's uh definitely had some i think ellis with all the boxes he wants to get in it now he yeah. just wants to sit in it Yep. even the the small ones Mm -hmm. that he can't fit in
1: like recycling bin is is like heaven yeah uh yeah so things like that you know um we actually we bought we bought him one gift this year for christmas and what ended up is my mom i think ended up buying him the same thing Mm -hmm. so that's the one he gave him so we're we're gonna have to go to the store and return it so (laughs) technically we didn't buy him a christmas gift but right you know like he's not gonna know any different right yeah so those things those things are gonna I think it it might
0: be fun to um i think travel with uh with friends who also have kids Mm -hmm. like that might be that might be kind of cool um, I think one of, uh, our friends, I think they decided to go like, um, down to this campsite, but it's, it's more like super glamping, like where you, you book like a airstream or something. And then like, there's a kitchen and you know, it's kind of like fancy camping, but I think, um, their family and another family. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like you're, yeah. you know, you're celebrating Christmas in a small group but then it's also kind of around activities for kids yeah. so at least they have like the the whole feeling of just kind of being with family and i'm, I'm assuming they're probably gonna open presents and all that stuff but i was like yeah that'd be you know that might be kind of cool
1: yeah that sounds fun
0: yeah i think it would 2017 dude it was like this big year obviously we started this pod um we are now uh seven this is our 17th episode um that's that's a pretty big deal man um i don't know uh i guess i went to a or tess and i went to um this Uh, company holiday party so um, a a big reason uh, why there was such a long hiatus for the pod and my involvement was because I think I'd mentioned that I picked up a a side gig doing some Mm -hmm. video editing work um, for this company and you know that side gig ended up becoming more of like a main gig which is awesome Um, Mm -hmm. and it was keeping me busy at nights and I was you know, too tired to, to record or whatever. Um, but during our dinner, the, the CEO, um, had this exercise where he, we went around the room and, you know, he wanted everyone to reflect on the current year. And Mm -hmm. he was asking folks, like if there was one kind of word phrase, sentence image that would describe your year Um, like if, if, you know, if like 10 years down there, like, oh, 2017, what do you remember most about what happened? And, you know, he was asking us to kind of describe that. So in, in kind of that spirit, it was an interesting exercise for sure. But so in, in that spirit, um, how do you think you would describe 2017 for you?
1: In, in one word.
0: Uh, one word, one sentence, one phrase, yeah. like, like one main thing, I guess.
1: <laughs> I the the what I came up with is remember the bus rhyme song Ha? Yes, that's what I would say it is. Huh. Especially the part about Wuha got you all in check, right? And the other part of it, I mean, the rest of the song, I don't, you know, doesn't relate with that part. Um, just because it's with first year the majority of first year of malcolm's life there's obviously a ton of firsts right and we've talked about it before but it basically just went by in a flash and so every first was amazing and then there was always something new within a day or a few few days a week and now it's pretty much like every other hour right because he's you know and then when i think about it it's hard to remember what it was like a month ago let alone a year ago right um and not in a bad way it's just you know what's present is present and then you forget about like how you felt in in those instances like he has a sleep schedule now i think we talked about it but then exactly a year ago he had a sleep sleep schedule too but we were still waking up Mm -hmm. a few times at night uh, to soothe him and do whatever else right and i don't know what that feels like anymore (laughs) (laughs) you know he still wakes up sometimes in the middle of the night and we wake up with him because we hear him but it's not like we're going in there worried he's not going to go back to sleep because we're pretty sure he's going to go back to sleep within five to ten minutes right so in a good way in a and also just kind of a whirlwind way because initially my my word i was gonna say bam or blur but then i was like ah, that's kind of blah in terms of terms and then i thought like can- <laughs> <laughs> got you all in check and it's pretty much yeah it's like you know We gotta be. We're always on our toes and whatever. But it also, hasn't been like a a horrible first. It hasn't been a horrible year in terms of like um, stress and um, you know some of the the things that a lot of first-time parents have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, there were some of those emergency room visits and some of those other things. But for the most part, uh, we've taken things in stride and the things that have hit us have been, haven't been too bad. So
0: yeah, well, that's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What about you?
0: I'm probably going to steal something that Tess talked about actually as it was, it was weird because like, even like the significant like wives and girlfriends had to like, who had just met <laughs> like other people in the company had to go and, and, say some stuff (laughs) in front of all these other uh, people that she had met for the first time folks that they had met for the first time. Um, But she kind of said like normal Um, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a blah word. uh, But I think it's something that I think us as a family, we as a family have been kind of striving towards the entire, this whole year. Right. Like, it wasn't normal for or by by the beginning of the year, it was normal for me to be like the primary child care provider at home, like taking mm-hmm. care of you know the kids and and things like that right um right. so we were always i think at that point that had been normal, but we are um things kept continuing to change, like tests in the beginning of the year was still on maternity leave um and then you know it's trying to adjust for normality with now having two kids mm-hmm. and this whole this whole year was i think striving to be kind of normal and then like i started to pick up um some more video gigs in the middle of the year and then it really picked up around around october with um uh when i started this freelance job and then so now we're in a state where it's kind of what a normal, uh, dual income family uh-huh. is kind of like, you know, like where yeah. Yeah. I would have to, I, ha- I have to do work, um, for a set schedule, uh, during the week, same with tests, you know, and it's now like, um, trying to figure out how dinner gets cooked and bathing, you know, so, it's weird because like this whole year was not normal but the fact that I think we're striving to to hit that level of normalcy and is what kind of sticks to, sticks to me the most for this year in terms hmm. of you know uh an image or a word right <clears throat> Um, so kind of let's, uh, shift gears a bit. Um, like obviously this podcast, we talk a lot about what we consume, all the entertainment that we like. Uh, is there, what do you think have been your, uh, favorite things that you've like, uh, watched, consumed, listened to Uh like this year?
1: There's a lot. <laughs> I no, think, it's like uh, favorite, bro. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I I've limited. I mean, the I, I trimmed it down to you know like with one TV show, one movie. Okay, okay. And trying to, I was trying to think about think about because then with movies I don't really watch too much. But so with TV, I think the best TV show I watched this year was Big Little Lies.
0: Hmm, okay,
1: which we've talked about. Yeah, uh, I've enjoyed other shows, obviously, but I think in terms of being really into a show and kind of analyzing it and all that stuff, I thought I think that was uh, the most fun I had in terms of kind of a binge run and and picking at characters and storytelling and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, it snuck up definitely.
1: Yeah. And then for a movie the uh, the way I base this was there's one there's only one move, new movie I watched this year that actually watched rewatched uh more well, obviously more than once. It was The Big Sick. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um there were other movies that I watched that were really good. Obviously we talked about Jedi or uh, The Last Jedi and we've talked about other movies, but um yeah, that that one in particular. Well, actually, that and thinking about it, Moonlight, those two I think had the um, most immediate impacts when I first watched them. Mm-hmm. Um, which we never talked about Moonlight.
0: I know because you know what I have hadn't even gotten around to it yet.
1: <laughs> we should still hit that up at some point. We should, but because I don't want to watch it again.
0: Because it isn't. It's a tough watch, though, right? No, I don't think so oh you don't think so okay like
1: uh, i think you have to sit down and definitely pay attention
0: right well right but you know it's it seems like it's a heavy movie and then it it, it doesn't come off as a movie where like oh hmm, what am i gonna do tonight hmm, you know what? i'm just gonna sit down and just like yeah. throw this on while i'm on my phone you know like it's not def- definitely not that kind of movie
1: no i think you need to schedule time and yeah, focus okay. on it yeah um I mean, it touches on heavy stuff, but then it's also—I mean, I don't know. There's 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 light moments in it, and then sure. the music and stuff. I think we talked about. And then the other thing, I was well, the thing I think I spent the most time watching in terms of like services, and this is a surprise. Cause I talk about it all the time—is the WWE Network. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, every month there's at least one pay per view, and that's the most joy I've had in terms of like <laughs> watching because you it. know, the like weekly there's all this wrestling and then like lately I, it's been hard for me to watch it um, just because it takes up so much time. But then at least I make sure I watch the good stuff on the network. Yeah. Um, and then so honorable mentions, cause I said there's a lot. I just have to give a shout out to yo Gabba Gabba Sesame street and Daniel tiger. <laughs> <laughs> because if there's any TV that I watch regularly it's those
0: nice that, that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> what about you you know it was weird because like um i was gonna say the most impactful thing that i watched was um oj made in america but i don't mm-hmm. even think that was released this year it's, well, it says it was released in know. 2016
1: uh, but I think and <laughs> when did may <it> have <laughs> ended this year though? Because it was a it was a mini series, right? Yeah. Or it wasn't even it was a limited series cuz it was at least what six episodes, eight episodes
0: wait released in theaters.
1: Oh, 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 you talk it's the um the documentary
0: the documentary yeah dude that was oh, last oh. year yeah okay though that was last year oh man dude so where the hell did this right where the hell did the right. time go
1: right right because then it was a uh, it was the anniversary of it and we were in high, we were seniors when that happened
0: yeah 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 so well there goes my idea that was probably <laughs> one of the most um Impactful documentaries that I'd seen recently. Um, and I was going to say that. Um, and even though I didn't finish it, I'll probably say the Vietnam War, the Ken Burns one from okay. a couple months back. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a chance to finish it. Uh, but yeah, I was all that war stuff. I'm all in on that mm-hmm.
1: always. Yep. Uh,
0: as far as films go. Let's see. Oh, as far as TV, TV, I think. Um, wait a minute. Thrones. No, like there was good. <laughs> there was there were certain that was some of the the highest. Mm-hmm. It was you know it's it's my probably like my favorite you know quote unquote favorite show, yeah. and I love I love talking about it yeah and there were certainly some great moments, but it wasn't a strong season. I think we've discussed this, yeah, yeah um uh you know you mentioned big Little Lies, and I'll probably go in on that um this current show that I'm watching right now, Godless is really compelling as well um let me check this other one.
1: Oh, that's a uh, Western?
0: Yes. Um, I can't remember when I watched it, but it came out. It's um, The Crown on Netflix. I think I. Mm-hmm. it came out at the end of 2016, but then I think I probably watched it in the beginning of the year.
1: Um, I think they have three seasons already. Of what? The, uh, the Crown.
0: Well, two just came
1: out. Oh, two just came out? Yeah,
0: two just came out.
1: Okay,
0: um, and it's the last season with this cast, oh, because the when they go to season three, they're gonna do a, a time jump, maybe like oh. ten years or twenty years or something, hmm. so that'll be interesting well anyway, um, I really like the crown um let's see. Yeah, with movies. Let's see. There hasn't really been a ton. I'd probably say like the um, again, we haven't really been to the movies lately, but like the last yeah. Jedi I went to that like with my buddy Albert who um on opening night like an 11:30 show um just the two of us and then that was a pretty impactful experience for me yeah you know just because it's star wars opening night you know we don't really get to do that that often mm-hmm. um so that was a a, a nice a nice experience
1: um real quick on jedi Oh, i keep saying jedi the last jedi that first action sequence was pretty off the hook.
0: Oh yeah, there were there were like there were a few action sequences yeah. that were
1: pretty dope. In that, um... for first uh, for the first scene in a movie that's in any of the Star Wars, I think that's probably the most intense one, right, in terms of like action. Cause usually they drop in on. Yes. Well, I guess Empire had some action in the beginning too.
0: Right, but it 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 built to that though.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like.
0: Yeah, like the they didn't land on Hoth until at least twenty minutes in, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree, and then Jedi like. Or you know, Return of the Jedi. Nothing really happens until Luke turns himself yeah. in,
1: and then um, they just go. I mean, that, that last forty-five minutes was full-on, yeah. except you know, except for the Vader and Luke scenes. But yeah, that's why I always thought was was fun about that movie was once it got going, it was non-stop until it stopped. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, now I'm totally blanking on on Oh, I would maybe get out even though I watched it like super duper late. Um I kind of wish I watched Get Out in the theaters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and and could really be in the conversation as it was happening.
1: Yeah. Um, I like that one too. I did if I did catch up on that a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, that was really good. Um I guess I got to give a shout out to my little pony. Um <laughs> my little pony Sego Mini. <laughs> um, Trolls. Tro- yeah, Trolls movie. Trolls Holiday Special soundtrack. It's probably, ah. you know, uh it's it's only like four tracks, but that's what we listen to like <laughs> all the way down to uh to on the Dr. Let's see to kind of like steer it back into the fatherhood and like the the what kind of like our papa papa culture mission um did you have like a like a the your biggest fatherhood takeaway from this mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. did you have one
1: i i did I had one and I added a second one, and they're a little bit related, but what I said for the first one was. Basically, checking my ego mm-hmm. which is a practice i try to do regardless like if i'm at work i'm trying to um i try to have some kind of mantra around it's not about ego mm-hmm. so um but then you know like with with fatherhood with partnership and also you know like with navigating fatherhood as a son and a (laughs) son-in-law. Right. There's lots of... uh, There's lots of comments. You know, like, as... I don't know if you experienced it, but a lot of times, um, at least for my dad, he still hasn't ever learned how to refer or, like, communicate with me like I'm a capable adult. Hmm. Um, Regardless of anything, like whether it's fatherhood or not, but then, you know, like there's, there's that. And then there's, um, it doesn't, hasn't changed with being a father. I'm like, you know, I take care of this kid every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. live and healthy. And, right. Right. You know, but, and then there's still like his, uh, his, gut, his reactions or his, um, what is it his reflexes in terms of parenting like oh he's gonna be cold or he's gonna get he's gonna get hurt or whatever and like like, uh i think i got this covered you know i take care of this kid every day yeah 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 but then i have to kind of like snap out of that because then um you know he's not trying to do it maliciously it's just annoying (laughs) um yeah i hear you but then you know also just like with uh just the learning process of being a dad. We we did the podcast for a reason, obviously to talk about pop culture stuff, but also talk about the dad stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a lot of learning involved. And if I'm running around thinking I'm the shit and then or getting sensitive about certain things about um and which I can be but I try to check that. So that's yeah. that's that's the fatherhood takeaway that I have, which I think would be great for other people in general, just to check your ego, but also just uh doing it within this whole, you know, crazy framework of being a dad, especially a new one. Yeah. And then the other part that I add is as a big takeaway is just being present. And I know we talked about this before. Um And it was more of like a task or something that I had to force myself. No, I wouldn't say a task or force myself, but it was just something I had to be cognizant of as being present. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to reflect on it again, just because I think it's the times when I have been present, which is often, (laughs) I shouldn't say, I shouldn't make it sound like I'm not present all the time. (laughs) But those times when I'm really like, you know, indulging in just, um, the 15 minutes before that I have with Malcolm when I get home and he has to go to sleep and all that stuff. That, those are like really, really, really fun minutes, you know, yeah. like, you know, when people talk about like, oh, oh, how do you de-stress? We talk about, you know, we, I work with youth sometimes and we, we've been talking about stress a lot because they're stressed out. And then I try not to talk about being a dad so much cause I think it's, um, it might be annoying cause I talk about it all the time. <laughs> I always bring up Malcolm and things like a lot of the kids and my coworkers, you know, they know him. Right. But, you know, like what do you do to de-stress? And then the thing that popped in my head is like actually being present. That's because good. it's, it's so it's, it's, those are the fun times where it's like, those are when we're just having fun giggling and, um, playing and doing all these different things and um i you know it's the it's the best i feel in terms of if i'm having a stressful day otherwise
0: yeah yeah
1: so i wanted to shout that out because you know it's it it is tough to be present because there are a lot of distractions but it's also the most rewarding um and not from like this not from any other level as in it's just a lot more fun Definitely, yeah. yeah. So those are mine.
0: Yeah, I think for me, the biggest fatherhood uh, takeaway, uh, you know, I'll have to shout out yours because yours are really good. Um, mm-hmm. But on top of <laughs> on top of that, um, I think the biggest takeaway was kind of just the realization that Ginny has a personality of her own now. Like she has become a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, just this last year as, you know, she became, dude, she, she became like 16 years old or 13 years old or something, you know, within the last year. Um, yeah. And that's, that's kind of like a big takeaway. And then, you know, you, in some ways, you kind of transform from just a caregiver uh, to like a mentor or Mm-mm. like a like a legit father. Right. Where you know how you how you react to what she does is gonna mean a lot more now, you mm-hmm. know like i I wish I didn't snap at her, you know as much as I probably do <laughs> yeah, um but you know that's that's also part of it, you know that's also yep. part of being a dad and being human and all that stuff, but right, yeah, it's like she's a person, like she's her own sentient being now Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so that and that's been really fun actually uh you know just to kind of be there every day and you know take her to school take her to gymnastics and just kind of see um how she grows whether it's in the classroom socially with with her classmates and with the relationship she's building with her teacher um and some of her friends and then you know obviously the the growth that she's experiencing um in gymnastics learning how to do all these different physical things and uh, becoming braver on the plate you know everything you know all these things that that are part of growing up um Yeah. And then, you know, obviously like I'm focusing this on, on Ginny, um, but there's also the same things you, you see similar things with, with Ellis Mm -hmm. as well. Like, uh, when he, one day he's trying to teach himself how to climb up the stool, can't do it. But then the next day he figures it out. You know, so those are all these like little milestones for him. Um, but, you know, with him, he's still kind of in the, you know, just make sure you have an eye on him, make sure he doesn't, you know, bust his ass, right. yep. you know, like 30 times a day type thing, right? And make sure he gets fed. And with Ginny, it's different. You know, it's like trying to figure out how to challenge her um, mentally, emo- you know, emotionally and um, yeah. So that's, I think for me, that was, that was the biggest thing. It's just that coming to the realization that Jeannie is like her own person. Right.
1: Yeah. That's a big deal. Yep.
0: Um, and now to kind of take it in a different direction, um, like, Any, any missed opportunities this year for you? And this is like you know, it doesn't have to be with necessarily with fatherhood, but just
1: anything. Uh, this was was harder, but I do like the (coughs) the reframing as a missed opportunity because
0: originally I put regret. Yeah, and and I don't know if
1: like, you know, obviously there's lots of things that we can regret, but I don't necessarily. Do regrets, um. But you 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 mentioned turning forty and you know wanting to get fit and all that stuff, or get back in shape. Um.
0: Well, I'm I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that I probably should exercise more. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I'm I, I'm totally like couching couching my original statement.
1: <laughs> well, I think my the miss opportunity is uh not focusing on eating better and then trying to find the the places to get exercise in yeah that's fair this this past year um you know it's it's easy to kind of blame fatherhood and the change of lifestyle to that because that we weren't walking to and from work anymore um the time that we have like once we both are home, because Hung's home earlier with him to change him and get him ready for bed and sometimes giving a bath. <laughs> Make sure he's somewhat fed. Um you know, there's other there's, there are opportunities to actually do some you know, eat better and exercise too, but I didn't. So as a missed opportunity, I think that's it. But then, you know, like I that's what i'm going to focus on for next year yeah and not just because it's a new year but just because like oh i'd like to fit some of my clothes (laughs) from a from a vanity perspective i there's there's some clothes i really really enjoyed wearing that i don't really wear anymore because i don't like how i feel in it but um now i feel you i feel and also health wise which is probably the bigger reason um
0: yeah because we're again we're not getting any younger
1: we're not getting younger and then you know being you know we'll, be, we'll both be pretty old once our sons are not hell old but we'll definitely be older once our sons are ready to really get physical on whatever i mean same with jenny jenny but um especially yeah. with ellis and malcolm because they're younger yeah for sure um and i'd like to be fit for that so um i guess that's why i opportunity yeah yeah. What about you?
0: Uh, I think for me the biggest missed opportunity or the biggest I mean I'm I'm gonna straight up put it as regret, um was uh a personal project that I was going to uh-huh. do with uh I mentioned before with my friend AC who recently passed. I don't know how how in depth we talked about.
1: We didn't really talk about it on Well, we didn't put it uh, out there uh, uh, yeah. live. We right. talked like in, in vague.
0: Right, right, right. So, yeah. um, I might as well talk about it now, mm-hmm. um, because it's been, it's been kind of a tough thing to, for me to kind of accept over the past couple months. But so back in June, um, AC and I, uh, had gotten together and we, kind of both felt that we were in a place where we were ready to collaborate on a project. He and I have been, um, you know, like been frequent collaborators, but not frequent enough. Like we've collaborated in the past on a couple of projects. Um, You know, he worked, on, he helped on my, you know, senior thesis film, like over, 10 years ago and you know I've helped him with some projects here and there uh as he was kind of going when he was going to Deanta um but we had we had synced up because he had a bunch of projects that he kind of wanted to get off the ground and he wanted to see if I was interested in kind of being a part of any of them Uh, and the one thing that he really wanted to do was uh to do a documentary about Kai. Um, And, you know, he was basically the founding member and he has so many stories and he had uh, so many photos, you know, like this, it was a story that was ready to be told. He was ready to do it. I felt like I was in a place where I could do it. Like I, I felt confident enough in my, you know, video skills, um, to actually be able to execute it, uh, you know, at least, at least for the early stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. I think we had like really big ideas. We're like, oh man, this could be really great. This is, you know, representation, you know, because uh, this his story was about, um being the being in a music industry as a person of color yeah. you know right. um and the the level of success that he attained he and his friends attained um is unprecedented and hasn't really been hit since because of mm-hmm. all these different factors right mm-hmm. so we wanted to tell that story and i was ready man like i what i had uh, recruited our uh our friend rich who's been doing some work uh down in la to kind of help promote asian american music right. and he was going to be a producer with this we had you know so many ideas and you know ac was just like take take it and run with it man and um He's like, I'm glad you're excited about this. Just take it and run and then just let me know what you need. And the fact that he was the one who started it, he was, he, he knows everybody like AC, like knew everybody. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he was, he was like the perfect person to, to help shepherd this, this project through. Right. And, you know, it was such a surprise. And such a shock um, to hear about his passing um, that it was kind of like, you know, I I couldn't help but think like, oh, man, like I. I felt bad because like, oh, I lagged in telling the story that he wanted to tell, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and. You know, after some, after a few weeks, I thought, okay, well, you know, this this can still happen. He would want me to still continue this. Um, so I tried. I tried reaching out to a couple of folks, you know, to get me in touch with some of the rest of the the guys in the band and in the group. Um, so I could at least kind of tell my part and explain kind of why I wanted to do it, do this and why it's important that I still continue to do it without AC. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's kind of stalled, mm-hmm. you know, haven't really been, um, no one's really kind of gotten back to me. It's very possible that like, it's still too soon.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know, f- that people want to kind of open up and talk about it and, uh, and things like that. Um, but that's, for me, that's kind of like an excuse. You know, that it's like, okay, well, maybe it's too soon. And I, and, I won't, and I won't work hard on it. So, for me, I think that was like a really, really big regret. Is that, you know, we couldn't get started on this thing sooner. You know, he his story was um so uplifting to... His community to his friends, and you know, like he you know a c like Kai was a big deal, like when we were mm-hmm. growing up, you know yeah. um yeah. and he's so humble about it, you mm-hmm. know he's a c was always the type of guy that was just like, "Oh, you know, we were just in a you know we just kind of did this thing, and it was really cool, <laughs> right, but like right. um but it's a story that definitely needed to be told and it was it needed his voice really you know i we were trying to schedule a time where we could just sit down with him and then just have him tell the story like hey you know way back in 1992 like tell me exactly and we were talking about it's like oh yeah you know um we can go and look for all these places where we used to practice. And I was like, yes, let's go, you know, let's, let's figure out a time. But AC was like so busy. We, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we didn't end up getting to that stage yet, Mm -hmm. but we were both equally excited to, that we were even talking about, talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, it's like, uh, it's weird because that was like the project that I felt that, you know, that the timing was right. Like I hadn't really been super passionate about a video project, uh, in a long, long, long time. You know, I've had kind of some, you know, scripts that I'd written short, short films that like, I think it'd be really cool if I was able to do. Um, but as soon as AC and I were, discuss this i was just like this is the one this is the one i think for both of us that like we're just gonna pour all of our effort um because we truly believed like it was something that uh was gonna go somewhere you know this wasn't just like hey you know this is just me like you know humoring myself in you know just like trying to fulfill like scratch this itch of this creative itch or whatever right Right, right, You know, this was a project that really felt like I needed to do.
1: Yeah. So well, hopefully you still can. I mean, I, like you said, it might be for the other folks that could tell that story. It might be too soon.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's uh, very true.
1: And then like timing wise, gathering gathering content for a documentary is a lot.
0: Oh, absolutely! T- you
1: know, it takes a lot more time than than a, a fictional thing.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, so- it'll always be something that's going to be in the back of my head, and and you know, and I, mean, I don't pray anymore, but uh, you know, there. Who knows? There might be some sort of the universe might kind of push me in a certain direction once it's once that that time's right or whatever you know yeah um yeah that that was that was the one
1: yeah that's definitely a tough one i mean there's a project and all that stuff but obviously i mean it's couched in something more you know even more serious and tough to deal with.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. It was like you know, it's it's like sometimes people have projects like these and it's just like a falling out, you know, between between people and then you know, and and the, but unfortunately with with this one like, you know, AC passed on and it's just Mm-mm. you know, just you know, there couldn't be more of a missed opportunity. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, RIP Ace, uh mm-hmm. wherever he's at, he's serenading, serenading some cute girl. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know he is, you know. He, he is, yeah. Sure he, he, is. he totally is. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see.
0: Oh, and you kind of touched up you kind of touched on this um with the fitness thing, but you know, anything else you're looking forward to in
1: 2018? Um Yeah, you know, with Malcolm, he's body training. Getting, Maybe. Yeah, he's going to put him in a CrossFit baby. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Um No, I just want to um feel healthier again. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good one. Honestly, for that as a, uh, I'm for sure, could, I'm gonna figure it out, but I'm gonna play more basketball. When? Let me know. Um, I'm thinking Sunday mornings. I think there's enough people around the East Bay in 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 our area, like some of my coworkers, um, and some of their friends, that we can get enough people to to play what i'm hoping to do is find a place that we can play indoors hmm. um or at least on a nice court um where, where it's parking is easy and all that stuff but yeah some like sunday early sunday mornings maybe like nine to ten or eight thirty to ten or something like that but i'm gonna make it happen That's shout out I shout control. out to newer coops yep Shout out newer coupes. Some
0: of of those guys should have like connections to a gym by now, right? Like,
1: yeah. Well, they might, and you might have to pay.
0: Well, paying's fine. Like,
1: I don't mind paying. It's just other people might, and then it it can get expensive, especially on the weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, to there's there's something about just a group of folks that like you know what the limits are when it comes yeah. to basketball right like all right we're all here to just get some exercise mm-hmm. no one's no one's trying to like dunk on fools mm-hmm. not that we could anyway right but mm-hmm. you know i i mean i'd pay money for that and i and i did i remember and when i was in la i it was so dope that there was, like, I got invited to, like, this uh, f- through some coworkers about these old dudes who for, like, the past 20 years had been renting out, like, the the gym in Santa Monica, like, every Monday night, like, after basketball practice is over. Like, yeah. I think he went there and ended up, like, having a really good relationship with the, uh, I don't know who it was, maybe the facilities guys and basically every year like they they every season or every quarter they give the school like what maybe a 1000 bucks or something mhm and then people can just like you can uh, you just kind of pay pay to be a yeah. member and it's just like yeah. a oh, really well organized open gym with limited people so you're guaranteed to like guaranteed right. to get good runs and it's like oh man yeah. that's that's dope yeah, It was also nice because I was like one of the Supposed to be like 30 and over mm-hmm. But some of the dudes were like 40 and over So yeah. it was nice to be on the younger side of that <laughs> um, <laughs> But I mean even 30 and over leagues now Like mm-hmm. I'm fucking 40 man Like yeah. And it's been years since I played so
1: I'll, You know man yeah, let me know. There's people from that side of the, that I think would be interested um, if we got something going regularly. Because some of them play on weekdays, but it's hard for me to get over the city on a weekday. So Yeah, yeah. Um, they might be down to do something like that if it's early enough on Sundays to not get in the way of other things.
0: I know that there's some folks that play in leagues on Sundays in the East Bay, too. It's like all Filipino yeah. or whatever.
1: Right. Um,
0: that might be too serious for me, though.
1: <laughs> I should talk shout, to out, shout, shout out. Shout out, to... Eric. Um, defensive <laughs> player of the year. Candidate. Yeah.
0: Co-defensive player, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What are you looking forward to?
0: Uh, Ellis to stop being a punk is what I'm looking forward to, but I don't know if that's gonna happen I don't know if that's gonna happen I think he's um fully on his way he's fully embraced a dark side dude mm-hmm. um no i no i'm, I'm, I'm joking i'm joking um he's he's hella cute and hella funny but yeah. sometimes like man i was it was i wonder if like if we'd have two kids if Ellis came first. You know what I'm saying, yeah, <laughs> Ginny Hella spoiled this
1: though, um well, and that's why you know when people ask this, oh, do you want a second Young's response is always, well, why, why mess up a good thing, yeah, I mean not not that Alice messed up anything, but as a joke, it's kind of like you know for the year for the sixteen months that Malcolm's been in our lives plus than the nine months when she was pregnant is relatively smooth. That's true. That's so true. Why, why add some um, chaos to that? That's yeah. yeah well,
0: that's true. I, I mean, I'm waiting for the day where they are old enough where they can play with each other and stay out of uh, mine and Tessa's hair. But <laughs> I don't know. Again, I don't know whenever that's going to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. Anything else though? Um, I'm looking forward to just kind of continuing the the creative role that I kind of started towards the end uh, with regard to video. Um, you know, obviously this is like work, work, but mm-hmm. uh, it's it's given me some latitude to be a little bit more creative. Um, mm-hmm. and and just kind of like, uh, practice, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. so I'm, I'm hoping that can continue. Um, so I can continue to obviously get better at what I do, but also continue to offer value to the people that are hiring me. Uh, <laughs> cause they're really, they're really good, good people. I really like working with them. um, and if it's something that can kind of stay at this like permalance, that would be super sweet. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and probably you know, eat less sugar or less fried food or just in general be better about health. Yeah. Um Okay. Any final thoughts about 2017? Mm-hmm.
1: No. Uh, personally, it's been a great year. Otherwise, you know, the the world that we live in, hopefully gets better in 2018. Definitely. Definitely that. Um, yeah. How about... Yeah, that's all I got to say about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's just leave that there. Yeah, I mean, hoping for... I guess still striving for that normalcy um but I don't know I don't know if anything is normal when you have two kids you know Mm -hmm. two young kids so we'll see what's up yeah maybe we just quickly talk about what we're into and then we can go straight into dad moments
1: yeah okay uh what you got (laughs) I was really getting into the true crime podcasts, but hmm. well, I am interested in it regularly, but then I guess it's just a, a good timing. Um, ABC News had a couple, Killing on the Cape, uh, which was coincided with the 2020 special.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: And then uh, their Nightline folks did a Murder on Orchard Street, which is about a murder in New York um in 2001 i think and then another one i listened to was finding tammy joe and that was done i think last year 2016 but they are the the investigative ones that you were talking about yeah um and then some of them they're you could pretty much listen to in a day or like not even a day but if you had an hour and a half you could get done with it because some of them are only like seven or eight episodes long and at most twenty minutes. Mm, Okay. Um Killing on the Cape and Murder in Orchard Street are a little bit longer, but then there are some of these other ones that are done by journalists that are covering like cold cases. Yeah. Um and a lot of those are pretty short. Um but yeah those are really interesting from the from the investigative side and there is a little bit of a live live in- investigation piece to that like you know how serial was and yeah um you know and as as grim as true crime is it's it, very compelling
0: yeah man like it it's definitely grim um not something i can really like play in the car <laughs> while uh, no. driving, driving to LA, uh, yeah, but you know, it's fine.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, catching up on movies, but
0: oh yeah. Yeah. Same here. Just trying to catch up on some stuff. Any, anything of
1: note? Um, I finally watched Rogue One. Oh dude. Finally. Damn. Yeah. What'd you think? It was good. It was fun. It was it was a little dark. Um, I shouldn't say a little dark. It was definitely a little bit grittier, I should say for yeah, a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And then it's also a lot more action oriented than other Star Wars films. Um, I mean, I know Star Wars is action, but you know, there's a lot of the, the melodrama that's definitely. part of it. Definitely. Um, but it was good. I wish I had seen it in the movie theater, though, because those are one of those things that it's worth it to 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 get to trap yourself in a, a room that's dark and like a huge screen. Yeah, good, totally. Sound totally. Um, but it was still good. It was fun. Nice. What do you or what about uh,
0: you? So we've been doing the red box thing the last couple of days. So we did. um the second kingsman kingsman golden circle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh i'm not sure if there is a movie franchise that um that wastes all its goodwill after the first one <laughs> uh maybe taken 2 uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or uh yeah taken 2 comes to mind um but no i mean like Kingsman was a surprise. <laughs> the the first Kingsman was like fun. It was a surprise. Um Kingsman Golden Circle mm, not so much.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh watched The Dark Tower. Mm. Uh it made me want to read the books. Yeah. To be honest, like yeah. I, I, the boo- the film was the plot seemed too simple. For, you know, everyone was like, oh yeah, it's the, the beloved book series is coming to, you know, I I feel like it was too simple. I'm sure the, the series is way more complex and way more rich. Maybe this would, would have been better as a, um, premium cable series, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what kind of how I feel.
1: Um, yeah, but it's like, I don't know, like four or five books. Yeah. Yeah. And Stephen King doesn't write short books. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: but, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Get out. It
1: been, great. It should have been by um, Peter Jackson, so it could have been a six-hour movie. Right. Just for, like, the first half of book one.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if you could... Like, he turned The Hobbit into, like, six hours with, like, a short-ass book. Um, well, you, Twelve? <laughs> <laughs> um, Lego Batman. That was pretty fun. Mm. Basically, whatever was on HBO, I tried to watch. I'm going to watch that sometimes. Yeah. um, But I think my favorite right now is Godless on Netflix. I'm definitely backed up on the Netflix shows I should be watching. Like Mm. The Crown Season 2 and probably Stranger Things. Mm. Um, But for some reason, Godless was the one that I watched. That reason, it's a Western. Um, (laughs) So I'm all in. And uh, I pretty well cast pretty well cast like Jeff Daniels is the 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 main antagonist yeah and he's fucking good dude he's really good um I mean I I know it's gonna end but I kind of wish it wouldn't um it's it's the the tone of the thing is kind of right up my alley uh that world that they've they've created or that they're playing in right now is really interesting for me. Um, Yeah. So I'm in.
1: Cool. I'll check that out. I'm trying to finish up um, Mindhunter, but I'm still on episode three.
0: (laughs) All right, that was good. Yeah. Oh, I'm still, like, super into rewatchables.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I, I I started watching Zodiac the other last week because of they reviewed it.
0: Yeah, I listened to that, and I kind of want to watch Zodiac. What what's it on right now?
1: Netflix. Sweet. All right. Yeah.
0: In fact, uh, I rewatched. I rewatched it a couple, or maybe like within the last year and a half or so, mm-hmm. um, because people who were talking about like. Oh, this is a super underrated David Fincher film, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that David Fincher did it. And I rewatched it. I was right. like, yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah. Um, I think the, the there was an article I think on Ringer about how like is twenty is 2007 the
1: best year for movies? Right. They were talking about that on the podcast. Too. Yeah,
0: and then we kind of talk about it in our pod. Uh, I think. As when we were doing our like, um, like rewatching from rewatching when I watched like Into the Wild, which came out, I think, coincidentally in 2007.
1: Yeah. No, I, well, or 2005, I forget. I'm not sure. I, I, I think I was, I definitely talked about watching a lot of movies in 2004, 2005, because I was in, um, all right. No, after that, when Netflix came out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
0: well, anyway, um, yeah, that was my first year in New York, and I remember like watching a lot of movies because I was also like uh, trying to get into the film industry, and then I was talking to all these people who were like super into film, and they were like, "Oh, go watch this, go watch this, go watch this." I was like, "All right, cool." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> um yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. It was it's funny because like Tess started uh wa- listening to Rewatchables and like she she went in on the I think the face off one mm-hmm. and she was like dying. She was telling me she was like cracking up at work <laughs> and um I think she likes <laughs> Shea, Shea Serrano. Yeah. I mean, who does it? Um, cool. Well, let's, let's, let's dig into dad moments. Anything of note lately?
1: For me, it's mostly just both of us have been working with, not because you know, he is getting old, like, not older. but he's developing his own personality too. Mm-hmm and now that when he's um, upset Gosh. he's starting to hit mm. and so there's been uh, a lot of like you know very uh, serious talks with him <laughs> I laugh. Because yes, they're serious, but like, how much is the yeah, how much is to gonna...
0: how much is he how much is he yeah. know?
1: I mean, he he can he'll modify because he knows what gentle means and he'll change it. But you know, like his gut reaction is when he's upset, he's gonna smack me in the face or smack um, her in the face. <laughs> um, and you know it doesn't hurt because it's he's not hitting that hard. Um, and sometimes his face when he's mad is pretty cute, but you know we have a job to do so um there's that and then sometimes when he's eating he's done or he's bored he'll throw food on the table or food underground and both of us have had to like have the stern like malcolm stop throwing food on the ground right right. you can't do that and then a few times he started crying
0: oh. and then um
1: and then we're both like and for me, it's the, the, the face he makes right before he cries, is, which is, um, more of the sympathetic thing, <laughs> but like when I did it, I was just like, and I felt bad, but then I'm like, I don't really feel that bad. Cause you shouldn't be doing this. And it's my job to, you know, have you change your behavior. Um, but yeah, those are the fun things. that we're, Yes. You definitely we're don't doing. feel
0: bad. Um, wouldn't it's your second kid <laughs>
1: yeah no it's it's more like sorry but not like sorry not really that sorry though because you know you shouldn't be doing it so but you know it's all i assume all pretty normal stuff for a 60 month old yep yeah
0: so my dad moment <clears throat> was when uh you so okay, I'll start over. But so, my dead moment is when Ginny gives Minnie Mouse a hug, <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. so it was really funny because Ginny had no idea that we were going to Disneyland, like, mm-hmm. we. We just put put the kids in the car, it's like, oh, we're gonna go to LA. We're gonna go visit Uncle Albert and Auntie Joy and we're gonna go to LA. She's like, okay, great. So we um and baby estimate their their baby. So we go and then we check in to the Disneyland Hotel. It's really late. Um She doesn't really you know, she knows we're in a hotel, but whatever. Right. We turn on like the the headboard has like LEDs in them. And we turn it on, and then it's like an outline of the castle with fireworks and stuff. So she's like, "Okay," and then she notices that like there's some, uh, like there's a pattern of like Mickey Mouse on the on the carpet. Mm-hmm. She she noticed some of these things, but whatever. <laughs> Next morning at breakfast, we're at Goofy's kitchen, which is one of the. You know, you get to eat eat breakfast with the characters. It's a buffet, right? Right. So she sees, like, Goofy in the beginning, take a photo. And then we get seated at our table. She sees Chip from Chippendale walking down. She sees Pluto walking down. She's like, are we in Disneyland? <laughs> it took, like, that long for her to realize that where, where she was, right? Oh. So then Minnie comes to the table and she goes to buy every table. So she says, hi, gets, to take pictures, gets hug. And then like, she gives Minnie Mouse this hug. And then like, you know, like her eyes are closed. I'll, maybe we'll post a picture on the thing, but there's this one photo. Um, this one was with Mickey Mouse though, that like the the Disneyland photographer took. And then you look at that picture and you, you know exactly why people spend as much money as they do in Disneyland. <laughs> right. You're like, okay, yeah. you got you got me, you know, and they, right. and you know why they call it the happiest place on earth. All that stuff. Um it's it's just that moment captured uh you know from your kid like you know regardless of how you feel about Disney princesses or whatever right you know disney in general um but if you know you see your kid hug mickey mouse and then you look on their face when they meet for the first time it's like <laughs> dude like it's game over you know what i'm saying right. it's yeah. it's absolutely game over yeah um so, yeah, that was my dead moment. And, you know, the, obviously, going to Disneyland, there's a ton of dead moments there. Like, you know, you get to ride with her. She got to ride with um, with Tess to go on Dumbo, you know. Um, she loved teacups. So, you know, capturing that moment, being here, there with that, seeing the parade and having her wave to everyone and, um, all, you know, all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's... That's why people come back, dude, right? Right, right. And I'm glad we went at four instead of three or even younger. I think any younger they might have been scared of the characters or whatever, but um, four was a a really good time to go. Nice. So now she already knows (laughs) that the next time she's going to go is when she's seven because that's when Mm. Ellis turns four.
1: Uh. So,
0: you know, she knows. Yeah, but... Deezing that that, man. Yep. They know how to do it. They know how to do it. Know how to do it. (laughs) Well, that's going to do it for the Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, Thanks again for bearing with our uh, erratic schedule over the last couple of of months. Um, I'm hoping to be back on the regular schedule uh, once I get settled in with uh, the new main gig Um, but yeah I mean just want to wish our listeners uh, hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas want to wish you a very happy new year prosperous um, healthy uh, lots of laughs lots of fun um Yeah, from the pop culture podcast crew so just a reminder we do have a uh, vlog that probably needs to get updated (laughs) more regularly Uh, that's on YouTube we are also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at pop culture pod so if you have not already please subscribe write us a short review Um, give us some, uh, some star ratings if you'd like want to give a shout out to um Eden, who I think recently gave us a five-star review on iTunes, <laughs> he gave us a five-star review after I told the story of Dev, who gave us a four-star review. <laughs> um, but shout out to Dev! Like the only reason he didn't give us five stars was because he wasn't a dad. Uh, I mean that's fair, but come on, bro, we're homies, man. <laughs> it's all come on man go change it go change it so yeah, we anyway know
1: who, we know who our favorite is so, yeah. yeah so
0: yeah eden i told eden about that story so the first thing he did was uh rated us so shout out to you eden so once again uh on behalf of john this is anton uh, with a uh, pop culture podcast and we'll see you next time